Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is a 150 gamer ahead of round 13 in the statewide Super League. It is West Adelaide Premiership defender Logan Hill. How are you, Logan? Good, thanks, Zach. Thanks for having me. Pleasure and congratulations. 150. Uh, it's a huge milestone to knock up, mate. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no one that um, I'll probably look back on fairly proudly when my uh, when my career finishes. When that is, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, definitely an individual milestone that I'll be proud of for sure. Uh, we'll get to that a little bit later on in the chat uh, in terms of the ending to your career. But let's talk uh, plenty about uh, what's going on at the moment. But yeah, 150. Uh, yeah, it is a very significant uh, number to reach, particularly seeing. You don't see uh, as many Sandville players reaching high numbers these days. Yeah, no. Nah, um, I suppose it is a bit of a, a young man's competition these days, and yeah, you, you probably don't see too many hundred plus gamers. I know that at Westies at the moment, we probably we probably don't have many. We've got a, mm. quite a young list, so um, yeah, yeah, something that I'm yeah, obviously proud of. Um, yeah. And did you? Um, think uh, right from the start um, when you sort of grew up in Victoria that you'd um, foresee your future here as a 150 gamer in the Sandville? <laughs> uh, one, I never would have thought I would have been living in Adelaide um, and, and two, no, I wouldn't have ever heard of West Adelaide and I probably didn't know much about the, the Sandville either um, growing up in, in Victoria so yeah, to answer your question, probably not no. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute um, so let's wind back the clock um, not really much known about you in South Australian circles before you came here to West Adelaide to start the 2008 season but um, I understand you're from a very small country town in country Victoria that's uh, pretty dear to your heart and uh, certainly your family's uh, just enlighten the listeners as to how footy began to for you Yeah, um, so I grew up um, in a little small country town in, in West Gippsland called um, Katani uh, got one main street, uh, no shops on the main street. It's got a town hall and it's got a footy oval. Um, yeah. And the, the town probably prides itself on that footy oval and netball netball yeah. club. And, um, yeah, that's where I, I sort of grew up playing my football. So they're my earliest memories. Yeah, so what uh, are we talking about? Uh, less than 500 people there or pretty small? Yeah, yeah a couple of hundred people. Mm. Um, people that live on that main street there, which is... Um, yeah, not very long at all, and then yeah. just, you know, the farmers. Um, so, yeah, um, yeah, a couple hundred people, I would have thought. So great memories for you as a youngster growing up in the district and um, playing your junior footy there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I remember we, we had a farm as well, not as big as some of the other farms out there, but, yeah, we had um, just under 100 acres, and um, you'd go find the paddock and, and have a kick, which was lots of fun. There was plenty of room to have a kick of the footy, and we weren't very far from the, the footy oval either, so we'd ride our bikes down there and yeah. play your tennis and jump, jump in the cricket nets and play a bit of cricket and footy, and, yeah, no, it was, it was great fun living on the farm. I'd imagine Saturday afternoon was a pretty big deal for the, the local people. Yeah, it sure was. Um, yeah, so um, when I was playing juniors, it, it started pretty early, and... We'd be kicking the jaw off the grass, and then, mm. um, and then you, sometimes you'd play two games. You'd play up a up a level because they yep. were short on numbers, and then you'd end up running the boundary or <laughs> um, doing the goal umpiring in, in yep. the reserves, and you might be running the water in the seniors, yeah. and so you might you get five dollars for the canine after all that. And yeah, um, yeah it was just a really good country country feel about the place. So yeah. um, good community. Yeah, and uh, your dad's back there now. 
Yeah, Dad's back there now. Um, he's got a um, hundred acres back there, and um, him and his partner have just built built a house on the on the on the acres. And um, yeah. yeah, he's enjoying um, enjoying being back in in the country. That's for sure. Ah, excellent stuff. Yeah, it's good to hear. I love those sort of stories. Um, and then from there, you um, sort of moved around a little bit um, into suburban Melbourne, Berwick, and um, also went to the famous Haleybury College as well. Where, and then TAC Cup with the Dandenong Stingray. So um, that would have been a really um, great foundation, I would have thought, um, to formulate you as a footballer. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was lucky enough. My parents um, sent me to Haleybury College, um, quite a well-known school in Victoria anyway, um, an all-boys school, and uh, quite a quite a strong um, a football program there when I first started and mm. a good footy competition against schools such as Scotch and New St. Kevin's and Melbourne Grammar and mm. um, yeah so I was there for uh, four years and um, really enjoyed my time there and um, yeah like I said we had a fair bit of success at Haleybury with the school mm. footy and I was lucky enough to play um, at Dandenong Stingrays as well Yep. Um, which was a really good, um, yeah, sort of learning opportunity for me, and um, certainly helped, yeah, develop my football. Who were some of the people you played alongside at uh, both, perhaps both Dandenong and Haleybury? Um, yeah, I remember a young Tom Scully. Um, he was, I reckon, I was year twelve, and he would have been year eight or year nine. And I, I think he was pushing for first eighteen selection even when he was that young. So, um, and then yeah, Jack Gunston was there. Um, uh, it's probably more. Um, we had a lot of success in the team, but probably didn't have that many get drafted. But now I know. Um, the King brothers, um, yep. who are now, I think, at St Kilda and Gold Coast, um, they've gone there. Um, yeah, a number of boys sort of recently um, mm-hmm. have been coming. Yeah. No, have been coming from Haleybury, so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, quite well known school now. Yeah. Oh, very good. And uh, um, schooling's in your blood because it's ended up uh, what you do for a crust outside of footy as well uh, in terms of being a, a middle school teacher at Mercedes College. Yeah, yeah, no, it sure is. Um, yeah, I, um, I sort of probably wanted to go up um, being either a nutritionist or, or a PE teacher. And mm-hmm. um, in terms of job opportunities, I think the teaching career one. And yeah, and, um, yeah, and sort of did my university and uh, lucky enough to get a contract at Mercedes College and that turned into a little bit of permanency. And um, I've sort of yeah, been there now for five or six years. So mm-hmm. really enjoy what I do. And there's quite a West Adelaide connection down there. I know Daniel Care's uh, been there for a few years. Yeah, yeah, Daniel Care and, and Simon Munn, who was a past West Adelaide player. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, one of my best mates, uh, Kerry, and it's, it's pretty cool to um, go to work every day with one of your good mates. And, mm. and Money's in the junior school, and, yeah, principal... Um, Peter Dor, um, he's a mad keen uh, Port Adelaide man, but also a mad keen West Adelaide man. So, um, yeah. which yeah, I think that helps. Um, yeah, they um, they give us a little bit of stick at the way the principal's pet. So, um, yeah, no, it's uh, it's good fun. And then a bit of VFL with Coburg before you arrived here in South Australia in 2008 to play with the Bloods. Um, how the heck did you end up here? <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's quite a story actually. I um, obviously played then on Stingrays and um, and then yeah, was hopeful to get drafted, but that didn't work out. And 
Um, after that under-18 year, I, I actually tried out at Casey Scorpions, um, and they were going to offer me a contract. And a couple of days before, I thought I was going to be ending up at Casey. Um, Andy Collins gave me a call out of the blue. Um, I've never met him before, and he just said, you know, come and come and give Toberg a go before you sign anywhere. And yep. I, um, I walked in at Toberg, and I literally I shook his hands, and he basically said, you're going to be playing at Coburg. He didn't really give me much of a choice, so <laughs> that's, that was Colo's way. And, yeah. Um, and yeah, the rest is history, I suppose. They say I ended up at Coburg, and we had a pretty good year. The year I was there, we ended up um, making the grand final against um, against Geelong the year that I think oh, Geelong yeah. pumped um, Port Adelaide in the AFL grand final. So mm-hmm. they had a pretty strong VFL team, and um, yeah, they beat us quite convincingly in the end. But mm-hmm. yeah, such a great experience as a sort of 18, 19 year old to be playing against AFL boys, and um, yeah, I really enjoyed my year at Coburg. And then naturally you followed Colo to West Adelaide when he arrived here to be the senior coach. Yeah, yeah, once again, a bit like me having no choice at Coburg. He sort of, <laughs> he sort of basically said, you're going to follow me over and we'll, um, we'll go over and uh, we'll play, we'll, yeah, coach and play at West Adelaide. So he brought yeah. myself and a couple of other boys over and um, Brian Ferguson, who has uh, just yeah. been delisted from Melbourne and... Um, I think there would have been about yeah, eight to ten boys that come over from Victoria, um, which made it made it a little bit easier to transition. That's for sure. And how have you found South Australian life since? Yeah, absolutely love it, Zach. Um, yeah, as much as probably my mum wouldn't like to hear that, <laughs> I, uh, I definitely won't be moving back. That's for sure. I um, I enjoy going back to Melbourne and seeing the family and friends and all that. But um, yeah, I definitely um, feel like I'm on the sort of a South Aussie now, I suppose, and really enjoy the lifestyle, um, the people, just the easy way of living over here in comparison to Melbourne. We have to tell your mum you came very, very close to wearing that cherished red Guernsey for South Australia too this year. Yeah, yeah, that was um that was another good experience. Um there was a bit of a surprise actually. I um I was sitting next to Kane Stevens at the time and uh, Andrew March came up to me and gave me a letter. I didn't know what, what it was for and I opened it up and and they had a state invite and came to receive one and I actually thought they made a mistake. Andy, I thought Marks had made a mistake and given it to the wrong person. But, um, yeah, it was addressed to me and uh, so I happily went along to, to Albert and Oval for a couple of training sessions mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, I really enjoyed getting to know some of the other players from the other clubs and, mm-hmm. yeah, it was just, even though I didn't make a team, um, I suppose there was another nice acknowledgement to make the, the squad. Yeah, most definitely. And uh, talking about the Bloods, um, yeah, as you say, you uh, arrived in 2008 and went through some hard times to begin with, but then um, managed to reach the summit in 2015 with that fantastic premiership. Uh, so it must have meant so much to you, having put in so much uh, effort in those hard times and sticking together with that core group of guys, um, Daniel Kerr being one of them, and then uh, celebrating that ultimate success. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, when I first got to West Adelaide, the club hadn't been successful for a couple of years and was sort of languishing down the bottom and, and Kyle wasn't going to have any of that. So, um, yeah, he made some, made some good changes to the club, changed the culture around a little bit. And I feel like he, as much as Mick is, was a brilliant coach and um, he was the coach of our premiership team, I feel like Kyle certainly had a fair bit to do with that, um, that premiership as well. He really laid the foundation for the club both on and off the field and um, and then yeah, Rubbers took over and he was like a breath of fresh air really. He was um, 
really sort of coached completely opposite to Colo. Yeah. Um, both fantastic coaches. Um, and, yeah, both, I really enjoyed playing under both of them. And, um, and yeah, to be able to share that premiership with Mark mm. in 2015 and obviously Ben McKeown and Chris Smith and Josh Sewer and Marla, those boys um, who had been there basically from the start. It was, yeah, it was really cool. What was your um, favourite moment from the day itself? Um, I remember it about the the 20-21 minute mark. I think we must have been up by about four or five goals in the last quarter. I kind of looked at Hartsey and had a bit of a smile on my face. It was probably the first time in the game that I sort of switched off a little bit and realised that I think it was about to happen. And, mm. and Hartsey, he didn't give me a spray, but he kind of gave me that look and <laughs> scared the absolute pejorative out of me and basically said, you got to switch back on because this game's not over yet. Um, and then once the final sign had gone, um, I played down in the back line with Adam. Yeah. And, yeah, I just remember I was really close to him and I sort of just jumped up into his arms and gave him a big hug and he basically said, yeah, you can smile now, it's, it's over now kind of thing. So, um, yeah, so that was that was pretty cool. And just to be able to share it with so many of those boys who had been along the journey um, all those years was, yeah, it was awesome. Now, that suddenly explains something that was re- um, uh, arose in my interview with Kane Stevens, your teammate, for his 100th game last week when he mentioned there was a moment in the, late in that game when he started to celebrate, I think, um, after uh, one of the goals. I think he said uh, it was Shannon Green. Green's goal. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. He started to celebrate and smile a bit and then he said he got put back in his box by one at <laughs> Logan Hill and he, he straightened up quick, smart. So did that that come after that you got to been, um, by Hearts? Hearts? Yeah, that, that must have been. I actually don't remember that, but obviously that must have been a domino effect of Hearts <laughs> giving me that look and then me sort of having to tell someone else to pull their head in because <laughs> the game wasn't over, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> nice story there. Hopefully you're listening, Kane, but uh, yeah, <laughs> you'll be able to have a chat with that um, to him afterwards. Um yeah, amazing premiership win for you. But um, then, obviously, uh, since then, um, yeah, been a little bit lean for you and starting to go back out the other side and uh, rejuvenating that list a little bit with some youngsters. Are you enjoying playing that sort of leadership role and helping almost pretty much being an on-field coach, Logan? Yeah, yeah, I do, yeah. Uh, I do enjoy that role. And, obviously, um, you know, my profession as a teacher, I think that just... Mm. A lot of things comes a little bit naturally to me and um, I enjoy being around those younger boys. I think they, they keep me a little bit young and um, I do enjoy yeah, sort of motivating them, I suppose, and being that, that mentor for them. And, um, I understand that we haven't had the success that we've wanted after that permissive and, you know, due to a, a number of reasons. Um, but, yeah, um, we, we currently have a, a fairly young young team and I've got no doubt that the future is bright at West Adelaide. We just um, need to keep persevering and, um, yeah. yeah, things will turn around. But, um, you know, to get games into these young boys now and give them that experience, I think it's going to hold, hold them and hold the club in good stead for the future. And a big one to get a hopefully and chalk up another win for you against North Adelaide in your 100th at City Mazda Stadium. Nice for it, in your 150th I should say, nice for it to be at home as well. Yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, it is really nice. Um, I think it initially was going to be last weekend but there was um, there was some confusion which um, a few people at the football club, club luckily figured out um, a couple of weeks ago where I think I might have been named for a game in 2014 and 
they didn't end up playing. I must have pulled out. I can't remember. Yeah. But um, I think the SNFL had, had penciled that game in for me. Mm. Um, so I was going to be at Alberton last Sunday. Um, but I thought I'd better give Kane his um, his space for his hundred, yeah. and I'll, I'll celebrate my one fifty by myself. So yeah, it will be nice to, to run out of Richmond. That's for sure. Beautiful, Logan. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that. And all the best for your 150th game on Saturday against North Adelaide at City Mazda Stadium. It's been fantastic to have you come over from Victoria and uh, apply your trade here in the Sandful as one of the most reliable defenders in your time. And uh, we wish you all the best. Awesome, Noah. Thanks for having me on.